Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. You've heard me talk about my friends at Palo Alto Networks. Zero Trust OT Security, delivering a comprehensive security solution for all OT assets, networks, and remote operations. But did you know that the Palo Alto Network solution provides over 1,100 app IDs for OT protocols, over 500 profiles for critical OT assets, and over 650 OT-specific threat signatures? Now that's best-in-class security delivered. Learn more about Palo Alto Network's zero-trust OT security solutions and how you can achieve 351% ROI over five years. Learn more about the Palo Alto Network solution by going out to paloaltonetworks.com. That's paloaltonetworks.com. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat. Grab your work boots and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk and thank you for your continued support of a platform that celebrates industry professionals all around the world. You are bold. Yes, brave. Yes, dare greatly. Absolutely. You are changing lives and therefore you are changing the world each and every day. We thank you for that. And that's why we celebrate you on this platform. We are once again accruent. Insight is the location, is the conference. And I got to tell you, you need to put this on your bucket list. It has to be a part of your 2024, I guess, schedule to get here because it has been a fabulous event. We are in Nashville, Tennessee, and we are (laughs) at the Gaylord. And if you've ever been to the Gaylord, you know that everybody gets lost and it is a common conversation. But we have Frederick in the house. We are going to be talking about generation and all the Generation X, Y, Z. I can't keep track of it. The math is hard. So let's get cracking. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Yes. Yeah. It's great. I'm looking forward to this conversation. By the way, I've had a great time. This has been a good, good event. Another good event. I cannot agree more. I think that... People, good feedback? Yeah, good feedback. I think um, it's just good to be with customers, to be honest with you. I think that... When, when you look at it, it's been four years since we have actually uh, get everybody together. It's an eternity. It is. It feels like it. And even more so, this is actually the first time that you have all diverse product together in one place. And so we made an effort um, to actually make this happen. Then we have all our customers from the different part of the business and also from the different part of industry into one roof, under one roof. Four years, and that's an eternity when, it, when you're dealing with, I mean, the conversation four years ago is completely different than the conversation you're having today. Oh, absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's just completely different. And so you, you're able to uh, connect with the customers and the user community and just mm-hmm. say, hey, what's going on? What's, and how can, kudos to, you know, Team McCruin, because that's a tough time. That's, that's, and, and you're delivering solutions. Every, every conversation I've had, have been just absolutely positive. That's awesome. And yeah. I hope that's the case. And we were lucky that we had a lot of customers who were interested to do to do a podcast and talk to you to kind of get their feedback and have really all kinds of kind of conversation, not just about a product, but about hey, what they're thinking, what's important for them, yes. what's not important for them, what what their vision is like. 
and I'm sure you get great feedback in that in that aspect. Oh, yeah. It, it, they're, they're, let's just to sum it up. They they like the direction that it's heading. They like because the reality is is that the technology, the innovation is happening so quickly. They need a a partner that is every bit as nimble as what the market is telling them. They, they, I mean, they've got to be nimble. You've got to be nimble. And I think that many of the conversations indicated that, that that's the case. Mm-hmm. The question I have, and, and because we want to talk about it, is that there's always these resource challenges. But, but you brought up a really interesting uh, topic, and that is these, the generations, the different generations. And, uh, and you know, recognize we're, we're an industry. Yeah, we are. It just is what it is. How do you see the, the behavior of the Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, Gen... Well, I don't even know what I am. I'm, I must be some Gen. Gen guy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so how do you see that impacting the business? Um, well, I think it's not just the business, but I think it's also the industry. A diverse industry that we are into it. Um, there's no questions then... Um, as leader in the industry, I've been in the industry for around 20, 27 years now. So I've seen the variation from not having connectivity, not having Wi-Fi, to be able to do just about anything you want with a cell phone or with a tablet. Um, we grew up without having that connectivity without the Wi-Fi, which to a certain extent was actually a blessing. Upon uh, reflection, yeah, I agree. When you look at it, because we actually have the ability to disconnect. And when I mean, <clears throat> we want to be so connected that we forget how to disconnect. And this is one of the aspects that I'm trying to do, especially when I go on vacation with my family, is, oh yeah, I want to go on vacation and I want to disconnect. Well, truly disconnect and turn off your notification and don't pay attention to it. That's the whole point. Um, and well, I think we, lo- we lost ourselves a little bit in that aspect, but... When you look from a business perspective, we all want to be connected, which is great, and we should. But we also have the need to communicate as human. I mean, case in point with this event is that I heard probably countless times this week. It's like, I can't believe we're back together in person because we can have conversation on the stairs, on the step, in the hallway that we would not have through Zoom or through Teams. It's just, you can't shake somebody's hand, say, what is your problem? Can I buy you a drink? Can we actually have a longer discussion than 15 or 30 minutes on a Zoom? And those things, if you don't do those things in life, without the phone, without your laptop, you're really missing out on the the connectivity aspect. Um, I think then our, I'm Generation X, well, born and raised in the 70s and 80s in Europe. And I also have a slightly different vision on this. I can disconnect from my phone. I have no problem. I remember when I, don't have, I didn't have a cell phone or didn't have a tablet. Um, it is very difficult for my kids and their generation to be able to disconnect completely or even, even for an hour. I mean, if I tried to take my... My daughter's cell phone oh, away yeah. is she's, she's gonna crucify yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, you know this very well. Yeah. But I think then it's interesting also is we also have to look at the aspect of how do we use technology on the personal aspect as well as the professional aspect. 
Um, I hear countless times then we're so connected at home that we even text our kids from room to room. But then we don't use the tablet at, at work and we use a clipboard. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, it was Plant Services who has been doing a service since 2014 looking at what kind of technology are you using for connectivity. And every time I look at this survey from 2014, even all the way up to last year, 2021, it was 60% of the people at work would use a tablet. I'm sorry, it would use a pen and paper. Now think about it for a second. Yeah. And it only has decreased about 10%, while others have been increasing by 20 or 30%, like wireless, tablets, and so forth. So it's increasing, but you still have 60% of the people who responded to that particular survey who said, yeah, we use pen and paper. So you can have all the best software in the world, um, but if you don't have good digitalization and connectivity, it's going to be very difficult. And that goes back to what we start talking about, about the different type of generation. How do you match somebody who Gen X or even baby boomer was about to retire and say, well, I don't like to work with a tablet. I don't like to work with a computer. I'm really hands-on in that aspect. Mm. And then you have a 20, 25-year-old who is eager to learn about matters and reliability and say, oh, I can just, I need an app in order to get this done. And you got to reconcile the both, the two of them. Because the fact of the matter is then you look, especially maintenance and reliability, if we take this as an example, mm -hmm. right? you still need to learn a pump, how the pump works or how the motor works, how a fan works, regardless if you are a specialist in, um, in apps or not. You have to learn that in order to do your job. And you're not going to use that, only use, learn it with an app. You got to learn the oh, schematics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and you need to get your hands on that app. You got to have your hands yeah, on yeah, You got it. <clears throat> and so how do you reconcile how they work together? Because you have kind of the old school, I'm, I'm going to get this done, I'm going to get this, this is how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then the second aspect, you have the younger generations coming out of school and say, well, I'm sure there's an app for it. I'm sure we can do this electronically connected to a tablet, it's not always the case. And so we had to find a middle point right there, how to how work together. I mean, uh, how does an organization begin that journey? I mean, and, and I see it, you know, it's, it's, it's just the reality of uh, how people behave, how people learn, how people uh, leverage technology to get jobs done, right? If I was an owner, and, and recognize that your point is valid. Don't get me wrong, it's valid. That means I've got, I've got three, four different approaches to my workforce that I have to be mindful of, which I never really had to before. Correct. But I have to now. Yep. What do we do? How do, how do, how do, I, how do, you, how do you help me solve that problem? Well, from, from the discussion that I had, and what I have seen on site at customers and listening to customers. First of all, you can't force down technology to people who don't want to learn. As simple as that. There's just some people who don't, they're just not interested. That's not how they work, that's not how they think. Yeah. But you can still educate them in a way then it will help them on what they do and with their work. And at the end of the day, we're not trying to replace 
what they do because their knowledge is extremely valuable. As a matter of fact, we would love to be able to take the knowledge that they have in their head and put this from a digital format. That's kind of the goal of that because it's so valuable because you have a John who's been working 37 years in a particular uh, role or a multiple role in a manufacturing environment. Once he leaves and he goes into in retirement, that knowledge is gone at the door. You can't replace it. And if you, we've been struggling with that. Yes, we have forever. Yes. I mean, when I was a pup, we were struggling with that because you had people just walk out the door. Yep. I think we have a, a greater opportunity to be able to create that real, you know, mining of that knowledge and putting it into a digital format exactly. today more than ever. But it's it's always been a challenge. I, I can't agree more. I think digitalization and that aspect of the technology has really gave us an opportunity a a tool in multiple format then when you have somebody who has some knowledge and wants to go retire trying to bring that knowledge down digitalize so the the other generation or the younger technicians in their 30s and their 20s can still learn from a digital format because that's what they used to it that's why they either grow up on it they feel more comfortable than somebody who's you know 65 66 years old has really most of her career has not grown up with that or has not necessarily adopted and not necessarily by his own force because maybe the organization has not adopted the technology as well because often we relate this to the generation but it's got to be a combination also of the organization that works with all the different employee regardless of the age the experience that they have and the culture they have so it's a two-way approach right there probably even more so. Yeah, I, I look at it this way too, and, and, and you're spot on with your analysis on that. I, I look at it this way. If I owned a business, and which I had in the past, I'm, I'm keen to try to learn from the youth because they're looking at problems that I look at differently. And it might be a, a creative way of solving, solving a challenge through whatever means. There's, there's a, a freshness that, you know, if there's a positive there, there's a freshness that uh, look at a problem. I, and I can, I can appreciate it, I can respect that. And that to me is, I think that's where the, from my perspective, the, the gem is, the, the gold is. Because they're gonna look at, they're gonna say, well, why do I have to do it that way? Why don't I do it this way? And then you have to be realizing, or have to realize that, well, I can do it that way. So that's a good thing, you agree? Absolutely. I do agree 100% with you on this one. Um, I think there's also a sense of, um, for us being more senior, there's a sense of vulnerability that we don't talk enough about it. Yeah, that's a good one. And, you know, be, be able to reach out to somebody younger who does not have this as the main experience to say, so if I do this this way, how would you do it? And I see a two facet. Yeah. Is it not only... I'm being vulnerable and say maybe there's a better way to do or is it a different way? My way is not necessarily the, the best way to do this maintenance practice, but also there could be a fresh way. There's also another way to us slowly challenging that generations and say, if you are in my shoes, what action would you take? What responsibility would you take to get this done? 
Yeah. That could leverage a lot of innovation and change and uh, we haven't thought about it. But but you know, if if I had a nickel every time somebody is saying, Hey, I'm having a hard time attracting talent. You have to create an environment that would attract yeah. this youth. It's just gonna have to. You you can be stubborn, but why would you wanna be stubborn? So you, you I mean you've got to attract it. It's it's a I, I think that that's you just that that sort of lies right where you exist, accruent exists. I think that there's this there is this energy that exists there that I think is attractive to young individuals, young professionals, young leaders, future leaders, whatever it might be. And I and I just I think we have to senior individuals have to think through that and make it attractive. Yes. And I think there's a lot of opportunities to do that. A lot of technology, a lot of innovation, the automation, robotics, AI, whatever. But you still can't get away from the fact that you better dig into that pump. Correct. You better pull it out. You better align it. You know, you the blocking, how it attacking. Works, right? So how would you recommend in in, in with that? It, it's a it's a reality. How can accruent be sort of a great facilitator of that for me? If I if I've just Scott Scott Manufacturing Scott you know, Scott Healthcare, <laughs> how can you help facilitate that that transition from from a customer perspective? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'm because I want to hear. I'm not pretend I'm going to have the, the right answer, but yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, I think thir- first and foremost. Um, if you were a healthcare partner or any other partner, our customers, um, you gotta establish a great relationship with a customer, a partnership with a customer. It goes hand in hand. I mean, some of my most successful customers that I've had is not because they spend a million dollars with me, it's because from the beginning, I make them feel that they were at home, essentially, yeah. and I would take care of them. Yeah. They, then whatever solution would have, some of our solution, depending when I was working at GE or Fluke or even at current, may not have been the best one um, or the most sophisticated one, but they were the one for their needs and we were able to, um, to um, um, explain this in a way. But if you don't partner with them, not for the short term for the sale, but for long term to resolve their problems, then you're not you're not gonna win a customers. I know for me personally, I want I want somebody I can trust. Yes, I just do, and that that trust is developed over time. It's developed uh, through dialogue, collaboration, solving problems in the near term, whatever it might be. But but I'm looking for that, and and especially now, when you have an environment that is so rapidly changing, it seems like it. I have the conversation rapidly changing challenges that require really creative solutions. I don't want to just pick out anybody who hangs a shingle and says, hi, I'll digitalize your business or whatever it might be because there's going to be plenty of those. I need to trust. To go through this journey, I need to trust. Yeah, so partnership. A partnership is multi-form form. Yeah. One of the things that we um, often recommend, even with our own organization, is say, hey, let's go to Gemba. Let's go where the customer do the work. 
And I think then, and a lot of them internally are really excited about this. I was lucky enough in my career over the past 27 years that I spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours in more than 250 sites and locations. And I've seen it all. But I also, I, you're almost like a sponge when you're a field service or when you're service director because every customer you go, you learn so much. Even an hour on site, it's more than probably 100 hours on the phone. You see, you feel, you sense. And the fact that you are at the customers, you are in their own environment. And what's important, they will share all kinds of information they would absolutely not share on a phone call or on a, on a Zoom. That's true. And you learn so much yeah. that way. Yeah. And what you learn, you learn about what they like, what they don't like, what's important, what's not important, and how a potential solution, if you talk about the solution, how this solution could actually help them, regardless of their age or background. And I think, and you learn to work with the young, with the 30-year-old, and with a 67-year-old who's about ready to retire. Yeah, nothing, nothing can replace that. No. I mean, it's that, that field work, that, that connection to the field, talking with those ones that are out, oh gosh, absolutely vital, especially in, in this world. I mean, come on. And then you'll be able to understand how the new innovation, the new technology can be applied. It's, it's the right thing. It's the right thing. How do people get a hold of you? They say they want to have additional conversations. Well, I'm, um, so I'm Frederick Baudard from Accurrent, and you can get a hold of me at uh, on my email address, frederick.baudard at Out on LinkedIn? I'm on LinkedIn as well. Frederick yeah. Baudard. Yeah. Well, we're going to have all the contact information for Frederick out on Industrial Talk, so fear not. You need to connect with this gent because it's, you will not be disappointed. Never will. You did great. I enjoyed that conversation. It's great. Always. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you for Anytime, the time. Scott. I really appreciate it. All right, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Frederick's his name. Accruit Live was the event. We were talking specifically around how do we inspire the next generation of leaders, which is very important for industry. You need to you need to focus on that. That's a that's a must and a plus for your organization. Industrial Talk platform is here for you. We're here to educate, we're here to collaborate, and we're here to help facilitate any innovation that you have going on. And uh, it's it's quite simple. You just go out to Industrial Talk, you click on Let's Connect, and then you'll talk to me. And let's see how we can amplify your voice, how we can create opportunities to bring more eyeballs to your organization, and of course, opportunity. So that's what uh, Industrial Talk is all about. All right, go out there. That's your call to action. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly, hang out with Frederick, and you will be changing the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from that event. Sure.